voices. I have one. Sam has one. And uh, as of now, Zavala has a second one. Um, so the first, that was such a fucking bullshit, like... <laughs> Transition. Yeah, I'm so fucking proud of that. I should have kept my mouth shut and just rolled with it, but it lined up so well. It wasn't even intentional. I just, as I was saying, I was like, I can use this. Anyway, now I've just ruined that perfect segue to the first uh, first item of the docket. To our sponsor. To our sponsor? Oh, mate, you know that for a fact we're doing it that cheesy way when we get onto that topic. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Cheat Codes Art Cheating, episode nine. I am Yorkshire Baba, joined by my co-host, Dark MCR. Say hello, Sam. Hello there, guys. And to Sam, this isn't episode nine, as we rightly discussed prior to going live, because I said, I can't believe we're on episode nine already. And he said, well, in fairness, mate, it's not to me, because I've only been here for five episodes. As I said, very fair fucking point, Sam. You lazy which bastard. Then, to which he then called me a dick. I did call him a dick and then made jokes about him never turning up on time. But, you know, it's because we love each other. I was here this time. That's the main thing. We were. And I apologize. I still sound very rough. I am still ill. Turns out um, that flu that we both had in the last podcast episode, turns out for me that wasn't the flu. That was round three of COVID. Um, I probably had it too. I just didn't brave having a test. The tests are awful, to be fair. But yeah, so that is why anyone who was waiting for it on Spotify, Apple, that sort of stuff, you'll have noticed it didn't go on until last night. It's because I'd literally been that ill and feeling sorry for myself. I hadn't had a chance to edit it and get it uploaded. But that is up there oh, now. Oh, so if- diddums. Oh, diddums. But if anyone does want to go listen to that, that is now live. And the one good thing is with me being ill, my voice does sound awesome. So It I, does. It really it does. does. I, I feel enjoy- like I've got a, a nicer voice this morning. It's got, I woke up a little bit deeper. Maybe my balls have finally dropped. This is why we chose a morning podcast, because it, we wake up with bed voice, and it's, it's just better. Hello there, Mandy. What Be- fucking time is it for you? Speaking of voices, I had a dream last night that I was um, auditioning to be the lead in the uh, the next Red Dead game. And it was a shit dream, because I suddenly forgot everything about... Um, how to speak. I mean, we always forget how to speak in VCs. We just lose the ability to English. So I know how to speak. But then again, what I speak is far from English anyways. So he's semi asleep right now. I'm not semi asleep. I'm wide awake. It's just because I'm ill. He is semi asleep right now. No, I'm not. You are. If I was semi-sleep, I wouldn't be able to do this. Look, watch Bendy Pencil. Oh, that's us. I just hit myself in the face. <laughs> the, fact that, the, the fact that you just tried to be so, like, cool, calm and collected with it and failed on so many accounts <laughs> is unreal. <laughs> but yeah, so... Voices. I have one, Sam has one, and um, uh, as of now, Zavala has a second one. 
Um, so the first, that was such a fucking bullshit, like... Transition. <laughs> yeah, I'm so fucking proud of that. I should have kept my mouth shut and just rolled with it, but it lined up so well. It wasn't even intentional. I just, as I was saying, I was like, I can use this. Anyway, now I've just ruined that perfect segue to the first uh, first item of the docket. To our sponsor. To our sponsor? Oh, mate, you know that for a fact we're doing it that cheesy way when we get onto that topic. Just just yes. for shits and giggles. But yes. Um, I, I can't wait. Zavala from Destiny 2 has a new voice. Previously, it was Lance Reddick, who unfortunately passed away. I can't remember if it was early this year, late last year. It feels like a while early ago this now. Year. Yeah, it feels ages ago. But then again, I keep forgetting that we're nearly in September. Um, but yeah, so Lance Reddy passed away. He was the previous voice of Zavala in Destiny 2. He, he died on the 17th of March of this year. That's, that's, Jesus. I don't, it, it has it, flown by. Where is this year gone? It's, it's frightening to think. Like, it doesn't feel two minutes since Christmas and we're nearly there again. What the fuck? But yes, um, back on topic. Uh, Keith David has replaced um, Lance Reddick. Um, Keith David, you will know as the voice of many of your favourite games, including Sergeant and Johnson. I was going to say the, the most iconic is probably Sergeant Johnson in Halo. I fucking love that man. Um, so do I. Same sort of um, voice profile as well, I feel. Obviously, I do feel like Keith's a bit more rugged, whereas I feel like Lance had a bit of a softer tone to his voice, but I mean, I mean, it makes kind of sense. I mean, this is going to be a brand new, like, expansion. He could have been through hell in the last one. That is true. He's cu he's currently suffering with, uh, like, a war-based voice issue, which makes him sound ruskier. He just went to a Mike M. Mosh pit uh, he, he, the week before. He's, he's been smoking 80 a day, and that's why he sounds like he does. He's been so stressed with running the uh, the Vanguard. He's just like, yeah. I'm just going to my room. I'm smoking 80 a day, and here I am. It would be beautiful, though, if in one mission like, Chief, I mean, um, Guardian. I mean, it would be a perfect little fucking... It would be beautiful. Thing. Like, you just stand next to him for 45 minutes to an hour, and he finally get, and he just randomly comes out with, Chief, oh, wait, Guardian. Tell your Cortana, I mean, your ghost, that... We have an issue. That's not the theme tune playing in the game. That's just him sat in a chair, rocking back and forth, making the noises. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, Keith David's going to be um, taking over the role of Amanda Zavala in the upcoming expansion, The Final Shape. Is The Final Shape the final DLC? I've not followed it since I started removing the original content from the game, because so I was like, fuck you, I paid money for that, and you've removed it for DLC. Fuck you. The thing is, though, I think with De Destiny, every expansion has felt like it's going to be the last one. Like, you've, you've seen certain things like ghosts dying and stuff, and you think, okay, this is the last note. Well, this yeah, Cade died, didn't you, in one of them? It was literally in the trailer and everything. Um, Spoilers? <laughs> Um, like I said, it was in the it was in the trailer. It, that's let, let, like, dude. There's two points to this. One, okay. still too soon. Cade was my G. Oh, mine too. It's Nathan Fillion. What's not to love? 
Well, they killed him but, off and then brought him back, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm so happy they brought him back. I'm not. I am. Because when you put someone, well, no, when you put someone through the pain of losing a character they love so much, just to get sales, and then a couple DLCs later, you go surprise, they're not dead. It's like fuck you. It's a cheap shot, you money grabbing bastards. That's my hey, view on it. What, Sean? How dare you say that when Marvel did exactly the same thing with Infinity War and then Endgame? It killed off half of the fucking cast. Well, no, but that didn't that didn't kill them off. That is different because the snap is a reversible thing. Dying isn't. I mean, it's cheating. It's a reversible thing. Depends People how you die. Died and come back. Oh well, yeah, Slayton for one, but yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? it's different though. Like the I snap thing laugh. is, you ch- you don't just like kill them; you remove them from the plane of existence, and they are actually all alive in one of the Infinity Stones. It goes into that in the comics and shit. But Kid Strail died. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, oh, by the way, he's just on a campfire, a campfire on a moon somewhere. Because fuck it, why not? Like, why? This was supposed to be a quick fire topic, and I've let my anger take over. But yeah, Keith David playing, doing so well as um voice, great. It's one of those they could have killed, had to kill his character off, but they haven't had to. And who better than Keith David to do the voice? It's great. Yeah. And it's going to be a nostalgia hit for anyone who loved the Halos. And like Goody said, it's Keith David working for Bungie again. On full circle. Yeah. Now, this next one is a somewhat weird one. It's kind of an older article, but the main reason we're bringing it up is because there's been an update to it this week. Um, so back in 2019-2020, China made it a law that children are only allowed online game access to online games for an hour a day. It's in, child cruelty. In the hopes to stop binge gaming. <clears throat> now, one, that's stupid. Two, how the fuck did they track it? They just literally have um, like limiters on devices and stuff. How do you know if it's an adult and not a kid? It would be well if it's a, a law that they passed or something. It would have been that uh, because China's got their own like technological systems and stuff. It would have been that a program was automatically deployed, and when a account was set up for a child, because it would have had to have many like separate accounts for children. Yeah, a limit was put on it, unless it was something to do with. Not everyone. It was like a you've been randomly selected or you've opted in and you've been selected to take part in this study. And from there, they had some uh, some software installed to track what they were doing. They had one hour and then it was kind of reports and diary journals and journal entries that were submitted from the parent to the researchers. But the thing is, like, how... It's not work. That's that's the main thing. Is it's proven not to work. Kids are still binge gaming, and I'm sorry, but if you've ever played like fucking Overwatch nowadays, fuck off for them Chinese players getting that good on one hour a day. 
You, you've seen yeah. it yourself. You rage every time a Chinese kid playing Genji comes into the server because they're always a prick. Fuck off are they getting that good on one hour a day? Dude, you're triggering PTSD right I now. I know! <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. But the, yeah, the thing is, it's the, one, thing. the one hour daily limit, I can understand as being like a tester because everyone wants to blame video games for binge gaming or... Well, I mean, video games are the only thing you can blame for binge gaming, to be fair. It's a bit like drinking is the only thing you can blame for binge drinking. Fuck you. Sorry. Um, no, I've completely lost my train of thought. You fucker. You're welcome. I was gonna, oh, I, next time I see you, I'm tweaking your fucking nipples. You do it anyway, you're a fucking pervert. Yeah, but I'm going the opposite way that I usually no. do. Not yeah. the lefty loosies, you'll pull my nipple off. Exactly. My nipples are like Switzerland. Massive. And white. I don't know where I was going with that. Um, I meant, I meant, I meant, to, I meant to say neutral territory, but I couldn't remember the word neutral. So I thought I'd just fucking roll with it. I was thinking about Toblerons when I fucking said it. But I think... Back to subject. Back to subject, I think, yeah. I think... The fact that they found no evidence that it's going to stop. I mean, duh. Kids have access to multiple different things, whether it be um, mobiles, laptops, PCs. They're going to find a way of, like, gaming. So, it's pretty much just, uh, a stupid study. Let the kids game. But the thing is, I don't know how Actually, they do. don't let them don't let them game because then the Genjis don't show up in my Overwatch games, and then I might be able to have a good Overwatch. Give game them a ten minute limit. <laughs> Give them five minutes; they can come in and get one kill. I mean, China's a shit place, though, man. How shit is this? You have to be a single child because if you have a sibling, the government take it off you, and your family go to prison. You think, right? I live in this hellscape, biggest pollution in the planet. I'm not allowed a sibling because of overpopulation. Like, I live off prawn crackers and salt and pepper chicken. I don't know what they eat in China. I just know, go off what they have in a Chinese restaurant in England. It's probably very inaccurate. And it's like, you're, you're getting feedback there, mate. You got your phone on? I had a notification come through. <laughs> but yeah, um... Yeah, they've got all this shit stuff, and it's like, the one piece of, like, escapism they have to get away from the hellscape that they call home. And I'm saying this, China's probably a lovely place. Uh, I'm just going off what Piers Morgan and Trump say, because I've never been to China. Um, their one bit of escapism is video games. They're told, right, you can have an hour, and that is it. I'm about, well, I'll have an hour on this device, an hour on this device. I love how they've gone with something like binge gaming and then for this article they've looked at a kid just pointing at a phone like, Mummy, look! It's the picture! Like... It, this is where he's like, well before his time and he's, uh... On I found this website and it's on fucking X video or Pornhub. 
Mum, look, I found boobies. Mum, what's she doing with that Pepsi can? I once found a video that was called One Woman Coke Machine. And she popped, I want to say, three or four cans of Coca-Cola out of her anus. And it was the most revolting thing I've ever watched. So I sent it to all my friends. And uh, for a year, I was known as Coke Machine. Not because I then repeated it. I've never shoved a can of Coke up my ass. You can't prove that I have. Just don't drink the no, one in the have. bottom of the fridge. Um, I, I, bet, I bet we could. You could prove it probably quite easily. The amount of shit I've done and then I've looked over and I've seen like my work laptop up and even though it's off. And the thing, I'm just like, someone's watching me through my webcam. Um, right, so the next thing, and this, this is such a fucking bad one. Diablo 4. They decided they wanted a video game showcase. So their idea was to put what they called the devs playing the game. Now, the people who they got to play the game were people who have never played a video game before. They aren't gamers. They work for the games company because they are artists. They just like to draw pretty levels. They have no idea about game design. They have no idea about mechanics or actual gameplay or balancing or anything like that. But they put some devs in to do adventuring with the devs for a Diablo 4 um, showcase. And it, as you can imagine, it went about as well as, ex as expected because obviously they've had all the re recent patches and buffs and nerfs that people haven't been happy with. And then Diablo 4 put these two people out there saying, look, the devs are playing it and they like it. And it's two people who have no idea how the game works or anything at all. They even say they're not gamers and they've been left to be publicly crucified by the, by the fan base. I, I don't understand why people that aren't gamers that have been asked, oh, look, go on, play the game, why that is such a bad thing. It's not like they're doing a... Yes, it's a dev showcase, but it's showcasing the game, i.e. just showing the game off. If these people don't know how to play it, they're fucks. It's, it's, it's a fucking game. It's pixels on the screen, and to be fair, those are pixels that they've fucking created. Yeah. I don't know why Diablo 4 is getting so much fucking shit. Yes, they've done patches. Yes, they've nerfed and buffed things. It's like every game. Why the fuck is, the is thi there so the much? The thing I've always found is because it's a game like this, as far as I'm aware, it doesn't have PvP. People like the OP stuff, but the devs, and rightly so, they want the game to be enjoyed properly, so they need to fix their balancing to make the progression of the game make sense. Now, people don't like that because they're like, well, I just want to be overpowered and have a power strip fantasy. So if you want that, Play like fucking Skyrim and mod it so you're like a titan. I don't know. Or go play Diablo 3 because it's a fucking power fantasy in Diablo 3. Like I said, I've not played Diablo 4, so I can't comment on the balancing on that. But it feels more like they've put these two out there as a scapegoat to let them be publicly crucified so the actual devs can get off scot-free. 
part three. It feels wrong. It is. I mean, at the end of the day, yes, they're designers of levels or specific assets, and they don't play games. It's very wrong that they've been thrust into it, but at the end of the day, they're two devs of the game, technically, physically, yeah, playing the game and showcasing it. But I feel like each, of- I feel like it should have been clearly notified, like by the streamers. Only like these two are gamers; they are artists for the game, and this is their first experience with it. So we're seeing like what a fresh mind would do. Because I don't mind seeing non-gamers play games. I follow a guy on YouTube. I don't know if you've ever seen him. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I'll try and find it. Um, him and his he makes his girlfriend play a game she wasn't a gamer so he got to play like dark souls and stuff like that and shovel knight stuff like that i love watching because it's nice watching someone who isn't a gamer seeing how their mind processes it because it's like you and me we pick up a game we know normally if it's on a controller left stick move right stick view a jump that sort of stuff it's amazing how non-gamers don't be sat together because they don't know it like whereas for us it's standard in the industry so we've kind of picked it up um, yeah, and I love seeing stuff like that, but that's not what they did here. They just passed it off like these people knew what they were doing, and they were just shit at the game and didn't understand the game. And then obviously everyone else has been like, "Well, if you don't understand your game, how do you expect us?" And I get the view the, from people if that's how it's come across. the The thing I want to bring up is the fact that this has been put out there, maybe as a scapegoat like situation, but. These news reports, and this is me going on slightly wider of a tangent, these news reports are going, yeah, the devs have been roasted by the community for this showcase. How many people? Is that two, three people, but they're the people with the largest voices on the internet? Are these more? Are these a couple of hundred people? Because it's not the entire fucking... It's not the entire community of Diablo 4. It's great that we've got new people that don't play games playing games, and especially ones that they fucking worked on. But these, like... It really pisses me off because it's like a few people raise their voice louder than the rest of us. 20,000. That's how many of you are. In the grand scheme of the player base, that's not a big number. But to be one of two people... Getting 20,000 people telling you that they don't like you. That's a lot of people in terms of your mental health. Okay, there's 326,694 active players on Diablo 4. And 20,000 of those. That was just 20,000 by August 13th. Shall we have a look? See if the video's still up and see sort of where we're at with it. Let's have a look. I think it is up. I'm just having a look now, but I can't. So much crap for Diablo. Yeah, 500 and... uh, It's got 468,000 views. And that was two weeks of it. Comments Uh, have been turned off for it. I can't, I forgot the uh, the medi didn't they? So you can't actually view the likes. Copy the URL for it if you've got it, and then there's a website that still shows you the like dislike ratio. But that people are happy with it, and rightly so because 
I feel like Blizzard at this minute in time are just making mistake after mistake after mistake. Diablo 4 again it's getting a lot of backlash. Overwatch 2 is getting a lot of backlash. Like, I'm surprised. I've realized I never actually hit my going live notifications in half my fucking Um I'm surprised um things like um World of Warcraft hasn't had some backlash somewhere. I know there's nothing to backlash over, but I'm sure someone somewhere would find something. Because we know how bitchy the online community is. I'm bitchy too. But, you know, I tend to bitch from like an, an impartial standpoint normally if I can. I'm a whore. The, the biggest thing that I don't understand is we're all getting shafted. Whether yeah. it be game developers, we're getting it's players, it's whatever. We're all getting shafted right royally. Why are we? Oh, I, I don't fucking know. I mate. might have it, just it just pisses my... me off the fact that we we're going through all of this. It's always going to be the case. Gaming though. has become such a toxic fucking thing. And the thing is, it's the people that scream the loudest get yeah, heard the most, and then everyone else has that knock-on effect. Now, everyone that I've heard uh, spoken to when it comes to Diablo 4 has loved the game. There's been nothing wrong with it. Yeah. See, I'm, like I said, it's I'm yet to in play it, but I really... Some classes being OP and can do millions of damage. But that's just it. That's the, that's the fun, though. That's why people like... Are you like, no. Can you not hear me? So, give me one second, people. Um, I think... Um, I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Come on, come back. Yeah, my Discord's crashed. Give me one second, folks. Am I back? Yeah, I can, I can hear you. Hello! Sorry about that. My uh, my whole no. Discord crashed. Can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Nice one. Uh, I'll go back and edit that. Elio Gamers, welcome in. Sorry about that. You came in right as we had a tech issue. I do apologise. Um, it wasn't you. No, it's because I'm using Opera GX because um, when I use um, bloody Firefox, it knocks me out all the time. So every so often, you just get the doodun of like leaving sites. I'm not going to touch that again. I'm going to leave that working. Because uh, <laughs> I don't want to okay. crash my computer again. Okay, so that video, mm. it's got 59k dislikes. Ooh, it's a bit. That, that's gonna. Yeah, but how many. What's the like ratio? Oh, likes is like less than 2k. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. That is it, terrible. It, if I'm honest, it's. It's ridiculous, as I was saying. The fact that devs in video game companies are getting shafted, and the thing is, it's one bad egg that is the reason that they're getting shafted. Yeah. For Blizzard, some of the higher-ups. But the people that create the games and put them out there, they're really nice people. They're doing what they love, putting out games that they... Yeah. For a lot of people, the passion projects. Exactly. And then you've got one... Or two people, I say one or two, I'm really under exaggerating now, 
you've got one or two people that are screaming on all of the forums, all of the discords, all of the fucking Reddit posts that this game's shit. And we're just made to believe that that's the way that we all have to be. But the thing is, it blows my mind is you've got people bitching about this game. Yet you've got Immortals of Avian, which is just released. And fair enough, the game looks good. It is $60 for a nine-hour game. Fuck that. I just, uh, I can't bring myself to pay that money. It's an absolute um, ridiculous price. And yeah, we've got people like this who are playing Diablo 4, which is a reasonably priced game, uh, a decent gameplay loop length that you're going to have plenty to do. And yeah, the balancing might be iffy, and yeah, the patching stuff, so sometimes your overpowered build might not be overpowered anymore. But you know what? Fucking deal with it. Oh, okay. So I just Googled the... um the player base, the actual population of Diablo 4. Yeah. It's not 300 and something K. What is it? 2,304,500. Oh, yeah. The amount of players as of... T- um... Are you looking for the date? Yeah. So, was it as of recently? <laughs> yeah. Lit- lit- literally, the last week. Jesus. 2,304,582 players. It's so you've got 20k versus millions exactly so yeah you are right it is like a case of oh the smallest shout the loudest it, it, it's a fucking witch hunt it is it's, it's ridiculous screams in the middle of a square saying there's a witch they're doing exactly that with it's game, video game comes yet hey ah, Lilith, Lilith is dummy mommy like, she's almost as dummy mommy as Pan Am. Not quite dog food dummy mommy. Oh, I don't but, know. When you play the game, you may change your mind. Nah. The on, on, only dummy that I'm going to be going for in, the re, in like the next couple of games is either A, Idris Elba in Phantom Liberty, or that red tiefling chick in Baldur's Gate 3. She can step on me any day. But, you know... Who else can step on me? Sladen. Any day. He did a glam rock thing yesterday and he looked fucking beautiful. I would... I was... Uh, uh, no, that's, I was about to make a comment about his Jewish heritage and I thought, no, that, that won't go down well. I'll save that for when it's just me and Sladen. I was going to say I'd lick his abacum, but let's not. Gail, Gail's the, um, the wizard dude, right? I said I liked Gale, and I said I thought it was kind of hot, and Huffle informed me that I kind of look a bit like Gale, which I can't see, but she can. And I was like, she's like, well, you are a narcissist. So, it's never me, always fictional characters are saying, well, I can't, fuck you, I've got COVID. But it keeps saying I'm not contagious, but I don't want to risk it. But yeah, Lilith is quite dummy, though. I think we can all agree Lily's fairly dummy. Lily, Lilith, uh, not Lily, I know a Lily, that's gross. Um, not that she's gross. If you're listening, I'm sorry. This is a hole I've dug and I've tried to get out of, but failing miserably. Oh, okay. Lilith. Oh, I'll get you out of it. Lilith okay. is dummy. Yep. 
I'll, I'll get you out the hole though. Diablo 4 being roasted by the community for the showcase. It's a fucking video of people playing a game. Let it be. Let them enjoy the game if they are enjoying it or whether they've just been thrust into it. At the end Rust. of the day, it's not, it's, not, it's not them showcasing the game before it's been released. It's them after it's been released. So sit down, shut up. Yeah, if you're that, people that if enjoy that, it, play it. If you're that bothered about seeing someone who knows how to play a game actually play it, there's plenty of fucking content out there. Exactly. Go watch something else. Exactly. Go watch porn. Have, have, have a cry. Have a wank. Have something good to eat. Have a laugh. Ah, I've got emotes for that now. Fuck you, world. Um, but if you do want to play Diablo 4 and you've got nothing to play it on and you're looking for a new console, we've got the one for you. Follow me. Ooh, it's too real. <laughs> I fucking love that song. Uh, Valve is now selling refurbished Steam decks. We're up to £110 off. That's pretty good. And they've still got some in stock at the moment. I'm currently on their website and they've got the largest file size, which is the 512 gigabyte storage capacity for £459. Which That's is pretty very, good. Very good. You can and walk you can around get the 64 with a... books. Oh, 64 gigabyte for version for 279 you just about the same price as a, a series s switch or a switch yes you can have a portable gaming pc in your hand for the same price as a switch that is can, you can't go wrong which with some jiggery pokery and everything you can play switch games on the steam deck yeah you as do. well as just xbox games steam games epic launcher games Battle.net games. You can play anything on the Steam Deck with the right chicory pokery. You can play the new the Last of Us part for PC. You could Sam's probably so play... excited for that one, aren't you? You could probably play a emulated version of the original game from Which the PlayStation Which would run 3. a lot better than the part with low poly yep. Joel. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, so the new Steam Decks are out. Um... Like I said, there's, there's a substantial markdown on them because they are refurbished. But they have gone through rigorous testing. They are fully functional. Everything's fine on them. And yeah, some of them are the smaller file sizes, but the storage is expandable. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing. So if you did want to pick one up, please go do. Um, obviously, if you don't have the money, don't do it. Don't do what? my friend Slane did which was feel sad because he was poor so buy himself a PS5 to feel better um, but yeah anyone who is listening live in Twitch uh, there is a link now in chat thank you Sam for posting that so if anyone does want to go check out the store favourite it mecha purchase you're welcome there it is enjoy um, I was going to say use use uh, discount code Yorkshire Buffer for 0% off you can get it at the lttstore.com uh, I'm just going to keep digging at that until we get to that topic. But that's, that's a nice quick fire one. Moving on to the next one then. We do have uh, some more news about the game Dark and Darker. Now, I've never seen anything about Dark and Darker. I was only familiar with the name. I don't know about you, Sam. I don't know how much you know. I, I've, I've played the... I, I was given access to the early betas and stuff. It looks very nice. It looks very cool. Uh, uh. Whether it's cool or not, I don't know. But my personal opinion, I don't like the game. 
but that is my own personal opinion. I think it's it's Souls like it's dungeon crawler. Yeah, two great things to put together. What, but if again, they're done right, a, yeah, if it's done right, and I don't, me personally, I don't think they, I don't think that that it it's going to land as well. There are people out there that will rant and rave about it and say that this Dark and Dark is better than Palea, another yeah. early access game. The fact that they've got a new publisher for it, I think it's great. All games deserve um, the ability to be released on as many consoles and stuff. But well, the issue this is, is these are, this is PUBG's publisher. Yeah, PUBG on mobile has died, and I think Dark and Darker is one of those games that will quite rightly have the same effect. It will die very fucking quickly because it's it's gonna it. it no, I get what you mean, but I mean, it was originally with um, Iron Mace. I've never even heard of Iron Mace. I'm assuming this was one of their first titles. I don't know. I might be surprised. I might have done some stuff I've played in the past, but I've never heard of them. They've got some sort of legal dispute. I'll be honest. Um, I was really shit at getting the docket ready for today. I only messaged these to sound at nine o'clock last night. I didn't have time to look into what Iron Mace's legal issues were. So the, so the developer is still Iron Mace. So it has been developed, and they were going to publish it as their own title. Ah, oh, yeah, because it says at the bottom then Nexon. So I'm assuming Nexon was the original publisher. Then, I, I believe that they were. I believe that they were being sued or something or whatever because of assets. Oh, I is this the one when was... they got the assets from that Epic Store thing, and it turns yes. out that Epic shouldn't have had them on there because it was someone else's? Is this what this was? Um, I remember hearing something about a lawsuit like that, but I didn't realise it was for this. Uh, so the lawsuit with Nexon has been dismissed, which is why they're now going forward with it, but they can't, they're not publishing it under their name because a game that's been tainted with a lawsuit... It's a the, nail in a coffin for a publisher and a... De- and a yeah. yeah, you don't want that. Um, it was a, it was a lawsuit. Uh, the creators at Iron Mace came under legal fire due to copyright issues, which left the game on temporary hiatus until April of this year, and it was pulled from the Steam storefront. Right. So it's them trying to use another company that's got some traction as a publisher. Whether that is just the publisher for the, um, for the mobile port. And they're still going to do it as Iron Mace is the publisher? I don't know. But let's be honest. They had a lawsuit um, regarding assets that they stole or used without permission. And they were going to make money from it. And yes, it's been dismissed. But it's still bad fucking practices. Yeah. Which is, which is why I boycotted the game. Not only because I don't like the way that it plays and how it runs and everything. Because it's not my game. But two, if you're stealing property from other people without their permission... Yeah, that's not on. It's that's, not on. That's shit. People have spent time for those assets, and if you're using them and you're the person going to be making money from them, you're a scumbag, and you deserve to drown in a pit of fiery tar. And cum. And clum. Clum. Always the clum. 
But you can, as you can tell, Sam's very passionate about this. Like I said, I don't know much about it because I didn't have time to do any proper research because by the time it got around to getting to this topic, I was very tired, so I went to bed. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad you knew what was going on because, like I said, I'd, I'd have been fucked if I'd have been the one having to speak about this. Dark and Darker is a game for everyone else. It, it's a Souls-like dungeon crawler, and people will enjoy it. So that sounds perfect like to me, but like I said, with everything that's gone on behind the scenes, I don't think I want to support it. Exactly. It's one of those situations. It's like Blizzard. Blizzard had the whole essay allegations and stuff like that. Yeah. And Blizzard have been in the, in the fire for years now. Dark and Darker is now stealing assets. That's just the one thing that's been brought to light. What's to say that there's not other things? Yeah, if they a little bit of theft isn't off the table, what's to say they're not doing other shit to pu- push exactly. themselves ahead? Ah, well, that's one fantasy game I won't be playing. <laughs> but I, I, I would say play it if you like dungeon crawler, Dark Soulsy games. But don't I'll feel like you're going to invest all your time into I'm it. I'm going to acquire it in a way that does not give money to the devs. It's not mm. stealing. I'm going to do it perfectly legally. I'm going to wait for it to become free in some sense or another. Game Pass. That's not going to happen. <laughs> 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 Shit <It's>... wink. <laughs> no, but yeah, so moving from one, one fancy game that we shouldn't play, one I'm really excited to fucking play. Avowed. If anyone doesn't know what Avowed is, Avowed is the next big game from Obsidian Entertainment, the people behind Outer Worlds and um, Fallout New Vegas. Thank you. I'm fucking blanking on that name then. Um, It was originally designed to be a direct competitor to Skyrim before the uh, Bethesda Microsoft deal went through. It is set in the Pillars of Eternity universe. It is a Skyrim-esque game. Different kind of art style. I kind of like the art style. I know some people have been on the fence about it. Now, originally, it has been revealed, Avowed was going to be multiplayer. Now, I would have loved that. But also seeing how Fallout 76 went, maybe it's for the best that devs don't try and put multiplayer into games when they're not really known for multiplayer. What do you think? Just using Fallout 76 as a topic. Um, when it first released, it's like all the games. They've tried to put something out and they've it's landed wrong initially. Now, I know that people have gone back and played it after patches and everything like that. But it's, it's Fallout. It's from a universe that we all love. And I'm sure if you went and played it now, you'd see a complete different, like, different experience from what you played before. Now, Avowed originally being multiplayer, that would have been great. It, if it's meant to have been a competitor to Skyrim... Um, that's great. And having multiplayer, that's great. But when, you've take, when you're taking so long to release a game like Avowed, 
that it's meant to be a competitor for a game that's been out for nearly two decades now. That has now been given a mod that lets you play multiplayer. Yeah, Skyrim together Sky- does look pretty sick. I wish I had a Skyrim- PC strong enough to not explode by <laughs> trying it. Skyrim together has basically turned round and shut on Avowed. Yes, Avowed is going to be a new game, but there is such a, uh, a fan base for Skyrim. Avowed yeah. could be a good game, but it's kind of like... That's the point, yeah. Sky, Sky Oblivion's coming soon as well. That's a remake exactly. of uh, Oblivion in Skyrim's engine for anyone who doesn't know. That's going to overshadow Avowed a lot. I, all I will say is, Avowed is a new game on the market, which is great. We need new games. But when you're going up against or saying that you're right trying to rival a game that has been beloved and cherished and has had, what, six or seven fucking releases over the last 15, 16, 17 years? Yeah. Close to two decades. That has mod capabilities and stuff. That is endless possibilities with Sky Oblivion coming into it. What, what's happened with other games like that? They have they've all, died. They've flopped into complete and utter abandonment but I do feel like the one thing that's going to carry Avowed through and give it an edge on the competition is the fact it's day one game pass I feel like if it wasn't day one game pass it wouldn't stand a hope in hell no it wouldn't but the thing is you have to in this day and age game pass is a blessing and a curse yes back in the day you could, there was nothing like Game Pass. So you had to go out and buy a game. But the devs had spent so much time on it and only given us tidbits. Now, with games in this day and age, we are finding out about everything to do with the game before it fucking releases. Whether yeah. it be big, big events. It's like TV shows as well. You find out about the big events in the trailers and stuff. I mentioned it last night to Meg. We were watching Jurassic World Dominion. And the fact that they... For anyone that hasn't watched it, I'm sorry, but it's a film that's been out for a, a while now. The fact that they had the original cast from Jurassic Park yeah. with Jeff Goldblum's character and everything, and they gave us the announcement that they're going to be in it in the trailer. If they'd have kept that on the down low, a, that I'd have lost my shit. Exactly. It was a ruined fucking part. They could have kept it quiet, hush, hush. But then, then again, I do feel like they brought them in because the last two... Jurassic World's hadn't been that popular. And they were like, right, let's bring the originals back to pull people in because most of the money that they get comes from box office. So maybe that's why they were trying to push it that way. But it's that whole thing, though, isn't it? It's like you give us everything before the game or the TV show or the movie releases, and then it's not a big surprise. Yeah. Um, And I think with Avowed, we're hearing so much about it. Oh, it, it was going to be multiplayer originally. But it's not now. Is it just co-op? Okay. It's the same with like I, when Cyberpunk did it, when they were like, we, we want to add multiplayer to it later down the line, and then it flopped, and they're like, right, we're not going to add the multiplayer now because we need to focus on everything else. Like, you'd have just never mentioned the multiplayer. No one would have given a fuck. But I do feel like back in the day, it was so much nicer because if a game released, you wouldn't know about the shit that didn't, that they were going to add but cut or anything like that you'd just you'd get your finished game and you'd be happy with it whereas nowadays you like you said was... you get everything prior it's like, and this is a recent thing like in, even in high school for me it's 10 years ago 
I left high school 10 years ago. Even in high school for me, it was the same sort of thing. I could, if a new game came out, I wouldn't have to sit on the internet dodging spoilers. And nowadays, I think I know everything about Asterion's fucking storyline in Baldur's Gate 3 because it's fucking everywhere. I mean, that's that's a good point. Felix has just said, to be honest, coming in as a pillar, like Pillars of Eternity fan, Felix couldn't give a shit about this game being multiplayer. The universe has always been single player. So they're yeah. trying to, it is very much like a Bethesda with, well, not Bethesda, but Fallout yeah. situation. It's a game that's always been single player trying to do the multiplayer thing because multiplayer is such a big thing. Yeah, like, right. don't get me wrong, multiplayer <laughs> as a feature would be cool. Like, being able to have a friend jump in, join you for some quests, and then fuck off, drop in, drop out. But it's not make or break. And I feel like companies trying to, like, break the neck trying to add multiplayer, or, like, these people, like, you've not got multiplayer and you already know you're not adding multiplayer. Just don't mention the multiplayer. No one knew yeah. there was going to be multiplayer. It didn't need saying. Yeah, but... It's that biggest thing that we're finding out about everything about the game before the game's released. And when the systems or anything don't fucking work, they're like, oh yeah, we weren't going to add it, or we were going to add it, but we removed it. Yeah. No. Keep your mouth shut. Make it a big surprise for us. From there, we can make the decision whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. But don't give us everything first. Give us a tidbit. Give us a tiny bit. Like a teaser trailer for like 15 seconds that shows one thing that the people that either yeah. know the universe want to play or people that they want to see in the game. But Wait, don't give us any more than that. The, tra- the trailer that we've got so far, because obviously all we had for Avowed for the longest time was we had that little teaser trailer when it was first announced with a little arrow going over and down into the canyon with a Balrog looking thing in the cave. That was all we had for a few years. And then we got this trailer at um, Summer Games Fest, like basically what was E3. Um, and that's all we've really had for about. And I'm happy with just that knowledge. Yeah. Leave it at that. I don't don't even drop know anymore. About oh, I love I've been so excited for Avowed for years now. I, th- I think I've seen the trailer for it. And I think that's the only thing that I've seen. I don't know the universe. I've never played a Pillars of Eternity game. So I, th- I think I've played Pillars of Eternity. If the second one's the one that's called Deadfire or whatever, then yes, I've played Pillars of Eternity. Um, I quite like them. They're all right games. I made my D&D character in them. Uh, the universe is pretty cool. Uh, I'm, I, like I said, I'm looking forward to Avowed. I only started playing the Pillars of Eternity games if they are the games I'm thinking of after that came out because it intrigued me and I looked into the universe. Yeah. Like, I probably wouldn't have played it without Avowed coming. But like I said... My main draw to this is because um, obviously it's by the people who made Fallout New Vegas and Outer Worlds. I love both them games. It's coming to yep. Game Pass. To me, it's a competitor to Skyrim, one of the games I love, one of the games I've been playing off stream again recently since finishing Red Dead. Um, to me, this is going to be awesome. And because it's coming straight oh. to Game Pass, like Starfield next week. And I say next week because I'm very tempted to buy the special edition and get the five days early access. Because you can buy the special aggression edition upgrade whilst aggression. aggression. You can buy you can buy the special deluxe edition upgrade for Starfield without buying the game. So you can upgrade your Game Pass version and play it five days early. So you can play 
You can basically get early access Starfield for thirty pounds. That's that's really good. That's solid, and I'm so fucking tempted. I'll be getting the, the early access the, Baldur's Gate because it's like five pounds more expensive than the normal for three days early access. Fuck yes, why won't I? Okay. Um, Goody said um, quite a good thing. Goody says, feel the way they have treated the reveals of Space Marine 2 is perfect. Show the action, show the main character being a badass, and show some gameplay that doesn't spoil anything. They've done it perfectly. That is exactly how yeah. every game should be. It should be in-game footage of just a, a general fight scene, but not yeah. a boss fight scene or a big reveal fight scene. Just killing f- the lowest of the low. But this um, is this is one thing it. where I feel like as much as Cyberpunk had its problems on release, the marketing they did, they did so well because the only stuff they showed you was shit from the first three hours of the game, but there was that much to show. Like, the fact that the, the way they showed all the stuff, it looked like Jackie was going to be a companion the whole way through. And I apologise if anyone's not played the game, but the game's been out for three years now, so... But the way the trailer makes it out is like Jackie's going to be a persistent character throughout the game. So the fact that the tutorial ends with Jackie dying and you're like, fuck, the whole trailer like for the whole game was about your relationship with Jackie. Like, you know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's the trailer has done it right and the fact that yeah. they were just showing the tutorial mission that was, yes, Cyberpunk's a different breed because it's a a huge game like yeah. we're talking hours like 80 plus hours if you want to do it in it w- yeah. with like side quest and stuff um maybe even more but the fact that they showed off three hours of gameplay out of 80 yeah and it's just the tutorial that you play through you're not missing you're not getting any spoilers apart from the fact that keanu reeves is in it yeah which... but then you find out more yeah, like, like everything you think you know from the trailer is only it's surface nothing. level shit. And that's yeah. how I feel like trailers should do. Cause like, I'm with you, I feel like trailers show way too much nowadays. Like, the amount of stuff I've seen, it's like, oh, I've seen that bit now, so I don't need to, watch, I don't need to play the fucking game, do I? I'm, I'm going to use an example here. The Ahsoka TV show. Yes. They start releasing it, a trailer every fucking day. It's not just that. It's the trailer that they've got on the banner on Disney+. Plus. They've shown, I'm pretty sure there's about two scenes from the first two episodes. The rest of them are further along. Yeah. Now, yes, there is context needed for certain parts, like certain characters being on that on the screen. But you kind of know that something's coming up. Yeah. Don't give us everything like that. We well, that... want the surprise. We want the suspense. Give us the first episode or two, like the cool scenes from it. Then when yeah. it releases, we're like, okay, so we've seen this and we've seen the full thing now. What next? Who's yeah. coming out the woodwork? Well, that's What's why I, I avoided most of the advertising for Ahsoka for that simple reason that, like I said, they started releasing a trailer for the like, like, week, like the last week up until its release. They were doing this, a small trailer every day, and I'm like, by that point, you might as well just release the fucking show. Yeah. Like, don't give me everything in one go. That's why I've avoided most. And I know it's a case of, oh, well, if you don't want to spoil it, just don't watch it. It's hard not to sometimes. I don't have a lot of willpower, so I'd rather not have the facility to spoil it for myself because I know for a fact I will. And yeah, that's my own fault. But you shouldn't be fucking putting half of the shit out there in the first place. It, it, it's one of those things with TV shows. 
I don't know about you, but there are those ones that do the trailers for the each episode. Yeah. Great. But then they've got the teaser off like a 10 second, 15 second clip that they just upload. And that's 15 seconds from it. But it's a big spoiler pl- yeah. uh, plot twist. That they're doing. Yeah, it's all. They, they always the got. Well, it's not a big bit. It's always a quiet scene. So like, yeah, but it's always a quiet scene after the big bit where they're all kind of recuperating and addressing what happened in the big bit. So you're like, right. So I've not seen the big bit, but I know it's happened. It's a great marketing thing, but at the same time, you're taking away the suspense and the surprise and the wow. This thing has happened, or this character's just shown up. It's like in Ahsoka, if they turn around. It's like the fact that we kind of know that. From the trailers, a certain Darth Vader character is going to be in it at some stage, whether it's flashbacks or something. Well, I mean, you don't even need to like watch the trailers for that. The <laughs> amount of articles just scrolling through when it's like stuff about, oh, yeah, Hayden Christensen's in it. And you'll scroll down a few more and it'll be another thing, Hayden Christensen. It's like, yeah, we fucking get it. Hayden Christensen's in it. You know how I'd have loved to find that out? By fucking watching it. Uh, it's it's one of those things. Going back to Avowed, thanks for releasing this information that Avowed was going to be multiplayer, but it's not anymore. Yeah. So why bring up, why make an article telling us that it was going to, and it's it's kind of like, here's some cake, but you're not allowed the cake. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to give you this cake, but now I'm not. So well, don't fucking tell me then, dickhead. It, it's it's ridiculous. Avowed, I will probably play it as if, if it's going to be on Game Pass. It will be a good game. I reckon it's going to be but fun. It's going to be it's going to be a good game. But whether it's got the same playability as Skyrim has over the years, considering that it's meant to be its like competitor or what it's trying to match or be I, better. I don't than. think it's ever going to hit Skyrim level. No, I think Skyrim is the dreaming. A, Skyrim is a different fucking breed and the fact that we are still playing it now to this day where yeah. we're going through doing our playthroughs i'm just going to do this very very quickly um uh, yeah i'm also going into it not thinking about skyrim but i feel like the fact that they marketed it as a, a direct competitor to skyrim is where they've shot themselves in the foot because now no matter whether they wanted it or not People are going to make them comparisons, yeah. and that's the issue. But I'm, I, I'm going, to, I'm going to go into it with an open mind. I'm going into it like Felix has said, as a Pillars of Eternity game, not as a Skyrim competitor. I'm just going to go into it as another fun fantasy game that I can have a laugh with. But like, you, you're never going to hit that level that Bethesda games do, and the reason Bethesda games do so well isn't because of the games, and it isn't because of Bethesda. It's because of how loyal the modding community is to them games. That's the only reason Skyrim's still relevant is because the modding community have made enough content to recreate that game a hundred times over, which is beautiful, (laughs) really. The the fact that Skyrim, whether it be people that have upgraded the graphics from being what it was like in, what what year was it, 2010, 2011, maybe 2009, uh, 2009, sorry, um... They, th- there's people that have upgraded and enhanced the graphics to look like modern day. You've got people that have added side quests. You've got people that have added buildings and full zones. There are people that have doubled the amount of stuff that you can do with it because they've created a full DLC style 
yeah bit of content that adds hundreds more pl- playable character pl- uh, romanceable characters and quests to do and housing and weapons and stuff like that with all the the, the lore and the stories behind it and then you've got someone that's saying oh yeah we're going to be like skyrim it i'm not shooting about down it is going to be a good game yeah but let's be realistic here don't think that you are going to come out the woodwork and go oh we're gonna we're gonna fight skyrim and we're gonna be better than skyrim we're gonna compete with them because you're not Skyrim yeah. is S tier game, and I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, whether Skyrim you like whether you like it or not, you can't deny its success. Exactly. Yes, it has had release after release, and I'm, I mean, like the different editions that you can get. But that's because it's fucking lived. Its yeah, time. that's because people keep it's buying. Still it. played, and there are still people, as you said, there are still people modding it. Yep. Now, I'll give it a go. I'll play Avowed. I will probably enjoy the story and everything and the gameplay but don't give us everything and don't give us these articles that yeah. say we were going to do multiplayer which that would have been the only thing that may have tipped this this the, yeah, the balance over it's a game that it's has a- full functionality in multiplayer because that's the one thing with skyrim yeah you've got the mod for multiplayer but it's a mod it's unstable all mods are it, it it's a mod that someone's created as opposed to the developer adding it in yeah, as a base thing, which I think they should have done with the anniversary edition. I they think should they have should gone. have done. You know what? We're now going to do multiplayer, which then would have brought more. But I feel, I feel like with the how big the mod modding scene is for Bethesda, I do feel like Sky Oblivion should be officially licensed when it comes out. Yeah, I think they should when partner up with Bethesda and officially license it. It's going to be better than any Oblivion remake that we get from Bethesda. What I will say is it has happened before. There have been people that have come in and remastered games. Those games have then been bought up or bought out or partnered with the original creators to then put it out on a public platform yeah. and put it onto stuff. And I will use the well, example of uh, Half-Life. Oh, I- Half-Life Black Mesa was a Valve game. The people that do the Steam Decky stuff. They had a couple years back, it, it'd been in development for years, but someone, a, a small team of people, we're talking a handful of people, have spent years remastering it to have the same graphics, because the, the original game came, back in the, came out in the 90s, so we're talking blocky graphics, like original Doom and Quake style. But there have been people that spent time modding it and updating it, Valve saw that instead of saying cease and desist, they were like, you know what? You're doing the God's work right now. We would like to bring you into our team. You will still be yourself. You'll still be your own entity. But instead of you being one of these people that gives the game for free, we want you to come in. We'll put it on our Steam thing. People can search for it through our Steam search engine. And we want to help you pay you to do it. Yeah. It, and it was free for years. They released it and they've, they've completely finished Black Mesa now. They've released it. You now have to pay for a little bit for it. But for years it was free. If you added it to your Steam library, you had it for free. Great. I imagine Beautiful. it's not it. like breaking <laughs> the bank expensive either. So 
I don't think it is, but the thing is, they're now doing it with the other game from the same franchise. So Half-Life Blue Shift. Yeah. They're going through and remastering that. That is great. That's that how it should be. Brilliant. But then you see yeah. some people who are flaky with it. Like I believe with um, Sega, Sonic Mania started off as a fan-made game and then they bought that and it became an officially licensed thing. But then Sega are also one of the most toxic people for anything fan-created. They literally tried to sue one of our Twitch friends for two million for trying to make a Sonic the Hedgehog keyring on his Etsy store. Like, they're awful people. But once in once in a blue moon they have a good idea and they see a fan created thing and they pick it up. But I mean like even like going back to Bethesda though, they've seen it, like the modders and stuff with officially licensing stuff. Because that's what the creation club was. It was modders who got on board and unfortunately he went into a microtransaction store, which I didn't like. But I all got added into the anniversary edition, which I have, so I like the content. But all that started off as mods. And then Bethesda were just like, we like these mods, we've curated all these mods. Do you want to get on board? Do you want to get on board? And like, yeah, right. Like, if they can do it, then I do feel like at some point, Bethesda multiplayer is going to be a thing. Okay, so just to give you some context, the original Half Life came out in. Let's have a look. Nineteen ninety-eight. Now, Black Mesa. Same age as me. Black Mesa was released officially in 2020 by the development group called the crossbar uh, the crowbar collective okay the get the original game is 719 the 1998 version is 719 yeah the black mesa remake is now 1499 that's not bad for the entire game remastered and it hasn't had bad reviews all reviews overwhelmingly positive that. Recent reviews, very positive. We have, we're talking 100,000 reviews over the time. That's how things should be. That's how it should be. Yeah. People coming together like Skyrim, it should be like that. Yeah. That, like... that is the <laughs> perfect example of how you remaster a game. Yeah. What you don't do when you're remastering a game is not remaster it at all. This is our segue to the next thing on the docket. Yes, and release the whole part of the original game with zero improvements for $50. But according to Take-Two CEO, that's commercially accurate. And it's a, it's a great price tag. And because it includes Undead Nightmare, it's great value. Bullshit. Is it up? Before, um, before we go any sooner, Take-Two... And like Red Dead Redemption being a Rockstar game, Rockstar have always been a bit iffy when it comes to selling their games because yes. they are the one thing that never get reduced in price. GTA oh. Five for years, apart from the odd sale here and there, for the most part is fifty fucking quid still. Yeah, for like the gameplay, Red Dead Redemption Two, fifty fucking quid still. This is a game that <clears throat> if they had reduced it more would have been better and yes the port for red dead one being 40 quid or whatever yes they've got to pay people for the port that they've done but let's be honest it's just a fucking port what they get they've they've sent it off to someone else to go do because no one does supporting these days the, the, at the original companies the thing that pisses me off though is yes 
Red Dead games do stay full price for a while. And that is because generally, re um, I mean, G uh, fucking Rockstar games even tend to stick at full price generally because, and it's fair enough, the good fucking games. Yeah. No denying that the great games. Red Dead 1, when it came out, outstanding game. But when you can buy Red Dead 1 on disc for £7.50, and this is the exact same game, they've done zero improvements with it, and a DLC which, let's face it, should normally be about half the price of the game, let's face it. £7.50 plus £3.75. You're looking at 12 quid. And you're paying $40. Uh, $50, 40 quid. It's a rip-off. And I feel like when there were so many rumours going around that we were getting a new Red Dead, like one, and everyone was thinking, oh, it's going to be joining Red Dead 2's engine and stuff. Surely there must have been a point where they were seeing the fan, the, like the audience reaction to the rumours of Red Dead 1 releasing and what our expectations were. Surely they should have looked at that at some point. Looked at the fact that they were selling an overpriced port of a 13-year-old game and thought, you know what? We might have fucked up here. I just want to bring this up. So, Red Dead Redemption is 40 quid. You've got the console that they've ported it to, being the Switch. The OLED version is like 230 or 250 quid. Yeah. That's for the OLED version. You can get it cheaper with the Switch Lite. I have literally two seconds taken, gone on CEX, and found Red Dead Redemption. For the PlayStation 3, selling on CEX for £5. I've also had a look at eBay for a PlayStation 3 console. You can get them as cheap as £20. You can get them as expensive as £35 to £40. Yeah, all in, realistically, you can get the game quid. and the console for cheaper if you get it from the right place, cheaper, or around at least the same ballpark price that it would be just to buy the game. Yeah, you could you can get the game, and this is like PlayStations with extra games, like eleven games added onto yeah. the listing. So you're taking forty quid for the port on a console that is new gen, but there's nothing new gen about the game. Because it's just been ported over to be portable. Well, or, I, just, I don't, I don't get Take Two's reasoning with it, because like it was the same when they did the ports for the GTA trilogy. That wasn't even a part of the original game. It was a part of the mo. It, it was a part of a part of the mobile game. Then they re-released onto new gen consoles and charged you full price for it, and it was like. What are they fucking thinking? They've got some of the greatest storytellers, some of the greatest level and game designers on the fucking planet working for Take-Two. And I don't use that lightly. Their games are outstanding. Whether you like them or not, you cannot deny it. Especially Red Dead 2's world and physics system and character building and story. You cannot deny whether you like the game or not. It is outstanding. And they've got a game here that They've already got all the voice lines for them. They're still decent quality too. They wouldn't need to re-record the voice lines. They've got the engine there. They've got most of the map there from Red Dead 2 as well. They just need to rebuild Mexico. 
90% of the game's done for them. And yet they still went with this shit instead. And it's... As a diehard Rockstar fan, somebody who's played almost every single one of the games that they've released, it's insulting. It's like... It's like they've spat in her faces, really. I don't know if I'm the only one who feels like this, but... It just feels like a fuck you to the fan base. It is a fuck you to the fan base. At the end of the day, the fact that they're charging this much for a port that is something that they didn't necessarily need to do, and the fact that we've been waiting for new content with Red Dead, and instead of getting Red Dead Redemption 2 and Dead Nightmare 2, which would be a fucking slap. It would be outstanding. They've gone... You know what? We've given the Red Dead Redemption original game to another company. That company has ported it over to Switch. There's nothing new with it. It's just portable now. Yeah. I'm sorry, but with the advancements of the Steam Deck and the Xbox, um, the Xbox One and the ROG Ally, yes, they're expensive things. We can get Red Dead Redemption for free. Yeah. There is. There are ways of doing it, getting Red Dead Redemption free, but no, because it's going on a Nintendo console. One, there's nothing improved with it, like graphics. Or, it's the fact that it's portable. And I'm sorry, but it's not, the big, it's not a big enough selling point no. to actually be worth the 40 quid. You no. might as well, as I said, go on CEX, get, a, get, a, get Red Dead Redemption on PlayStation 3. Go on to eBay, get a PlayStation 3 with 11 games for 20 to 35 quid. All in, 40 quid, you've got more gameplay and yeah. a better console to play it on, in my opinion, than a Switch. Buying like, I the will, game on I, your Switch. I will say this, like if you buy it on PS4 and you then or like, buy it, buy it it's not, there's not a PS5 copy, that's the other stupid thing, it's not a PS5 version, it's a PS4 version that you're buying. That then upscales because of the backwards compatibility. I will give them that. The graphics look kind of clean because it's kind of like got rid of the fuzziness and cleaned up all the lines and stuff through the standard like AI generated upscaling. But it's not enough. The blurriness and the age of it, I like that. Like if I play it on my Xbox and I play the Xbox 360 version of it, I don't mind that. But when you get the upscale versions like this where it cleans up the graphics, it highlights how dated it is. That's the issue. Like, I don't know who thought this was a great idea, but they are wrong. And I hope they uh, are worried about their job security right now because they fucking should be. It's the fact is, in this day and age, yes, these games are beloved, but what we ask for, what the community are asking for, not just from Red Dead, but other big games as well that have been getting remasters, or we want a remaster for is we want upgraded graphics on the current gen to play through a childhood classic and enjoy these childhood memories and reminisce about it and enjoy it again and yes it is a lot of time money to remaster something i get it but if other companies smaller companies are able to do it and release or even modders are able to do it yeah why can't, why can't they listen to their community and their fan base and go, we don't care if we don't get a new game. We just want the old game looking pretty swanky. Yeah. And if they did that, I would pay 
40 quid for a remastered copy. The thing, if, they, if they redid Red Dead 1 in Red Dead 2's engine with Undead Nightmare, I would probably fork out about 80, 80 90 quid. Yeah, Genuinely, I would. Same here. But for the base game that is so cheap already and you're not paying for anything new, what is the point? Well, I'm kind of tempted to get it simply for the Switch. Because I like do, do I it. Want... Have you got a way of recording it or whatever? I like can, on PC? I can run the switch through the capture card, yeah, if I wanted to. It would be worth getting it and doing your, like your thoughts on what, yeah, your thoughts, because you've played obviously Red Dead 1 on a console that it was Yeah, I've played it numerous testing times. Testing the port. At the end of the day, testing it as a port and having it there is great. And the fact is, if you bought it instead of digitally, if you're able to buy it physically, yeah, you can trade it back in, yeah, or get cash back that or whatever. True. If you did it, it'd be worth to see what it's actually like because we may be slating it, and the port it, is perfect. And I say, but let's face it: if it's the same company that did the GTA ones, it's going to be far from fucking perfect, is it? But the we thing can is, dream. ports have never fucking worked, no, realistically, true. because it's old games coming to new consoles, and they've not transitioned and converted well. Last of Us for PC. Nothing new there. It's just on PC now. And yeah. failed. I feel like the difference, especially with the PS4 version, is there shouldn't be any issues with the PS4 version because all they've done is port the PS3 version to PS4. It's the same, yeah. it's the same operating systems. Like, you know what I mean? For the most part. Yeah. It should be fine. Switch, maybe, yeah, because it's a different system altogether. But I can't see there being... I said, I might pick it up when it's cheaper, give it a run. It'll probably be after Christmas. I'll, I might run it through on the channel and see sort of what it's like, but mainly because I've never played Undead Nightmare. Oh, I did. And it was, honestly, that's why I want Red Dead Redemption 2, Nightmare 2. Yeah, that's the only, because... only, reason, I'm, only reason I kind of want it is because I've never played Undead Nightmare and I just feel like being able to sit in bed and play Red Dead on a Switch would be sick. But it would be. At the same time, I'm not going to lose any sleep over not having it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. We've got one more point to go through, guys. And it well, is a... We've got the one that I told you, told you last night. Just the little one. Do you want to run through that one now, then? Because I've forgotten what that one was. Yeah. So, everyone on that is a Nintendo fan, we've seen the new, like, the emulations and stuff from previous Nintendo products. Now, the... One of the best leakers from a Nintendo standpoint has basically been leaking and told us that Nintendo are going to be giving us the Nintendo GameCube as an emulation piece. Um, that it is very much in the works and there is a uh, Nintendo Direct coming up for the holidays in 2023. I didn't know we were expecting another Nintendo Direct. Yeah, but Fall and Holiday 2023 are looking a bit barren, but there is a Nintendo... Uh... My only issue with this, though, is they're bringing... The, like, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to do another Nintendo Direct in the holiday season, but like the main selling point is if they're going to bring GameCube games to Switch. Like, I cannot remember the last time Nintendo did a Direct when it wasn't 90% ports. I'll tell, tell you one thing that Nintendo need to do. And it's just a very 
quick one. They should have been bringing the old Pokemon games back. Literally giving us all of the originals on Switch Online. But the thing is, it's That's... like they're, keep, they're keeping all the good games away from people. They're bringing all the... They're, like, they're not bringing any new games out other than like two Zeldas and a Mario game. Oh, big fucking whoop. And then, like, everything else is, ooh, do you want some ports of games that you can play somewhere else where it'll run better because their console isn't as limited? Like, that's my one issue with the Switch is 90% of the shit they sell is just that. It's shit. And it's ports of stuff that runs not as good as it does originally because the console's weaker and yet it stays at a fucking absurd price because it's Nintendo. Yeah. And I know a lot of people like Nintendo, and I'm sorry to you people that like Nintendo. That's just my personal opinions. I've never been a fan. Like, when people had DSs, I had PSPs. I was always a PlayStation and, like, kid over a Nintendo kid. I never played a Mario game. Like, fuck you, Mario. You gimp. You had a good movie, though. I'll give you that. Or you go. I wasn't going to say anything. I heard you going off on a rant, but because it's, it, I just wanted to bring it up saying that GameCube's going to be potentially coming to Switch. What games? I don't know. Hopefully some good ones, and then hopefully they can get on and give us the, the uh, old Nintendo yeah. games that we the, want. The games the that were actually Pokemon. good before they went into the current marketing. Exactly. Yeah. But... Let's use this oh. as our segue to our third, well, not our third, but our final. Um, okay, it's not the third, it's the topic. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth topic of the day. We've been yeah. busy. Ten if you count the fact that we did go into Ahsoka for a bit. Yeah, true. So, But let's use this as a segue to our final talking sponsor. discussion. Sponsored by LTCstar.com. Yeah. We're not. Don't sue us. Uh, a lot of you. Anyone who is into your computers, tech, anything like that, will be familiar with Me. this face. Uh, anyone who is just listening and isn't watching live, we are talking about the one, the only, Linus Sebastian, Mr. Linus Tech Tips himself. There's been some controversy. Um, there was a lot of news about them fudging numbers. Uh, and with their editing things, they weren't catching the fact that the numbers were inaccurate. So they've been falsely reviewing giving false review statistics of items uh which could open them up to a lot of lawsuits uh, and the one big thing is they did get a cooler block like water cooling block for a 3090 graphics card it was a one million dollar prototype they didn't have a 3090 didn't want to spend 500 pounds so they tried to fit it to a 4060 complained that it didn't work Told everyone not to bite and that it was a shit piece of kit. Bear in mind, this is the first bit of kit this company's ever made and they've basically ruined this company. Oh, and then they auctioned off the $1 million prototype instead of sending it back. To say he's done some shitty things recently would be an understatement. Sam, opinion. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to come into this as a fan of Linus Tech Tips because whenever they've released a video, I've watched it. I've watched them when they were just a group of lads in a spare room in his house. Yeah, and same. I 
thoroughly enjoy their content and the, what they are trying to do is brilliant. And the stuff that they are putting out is brilliant. This one thing, this whole cooler block bullshit, it's open to interpretation. There are things that we know about. There are things that we don't know about. They put out an apology video with all of the big wigs at the Linus Tech Tips or Media Group, as they call it. Um, now, they've got people in a load of different departments, whether it be from finance to HR to, um, to like video reviews, someone that literally sits in a room all day watching these videos and tells them what's going on. Yeah. Now, things have been brought up, but we have to take into consideration. Linus Tech Tips is a big channel now. Linus Tech Tips wasn't a big channel. He was someone that got made redundant from a company, started his own YouTube channel, and has been, progress been progressing from there. And for the last couple of years, probably before COVID time, but over the last couple of years, they have been improving and building a bigger and bigger and bigger thing. And even he has said that he is not a... He's he he's not the head of a company. Well, that's saying he used to be, didn't he? And then he stepped down, and someone else took over because he wanted to see the content creation side of things. He he is the person. He started Linus Tech Tips because NCIX, his original employer, was made redundant, like shut down. Yeah. Um, long and the short of it, he only is or only was the CEO because it was his name on the door. Yeah. That is no longer the case. They have now got a new CEO, which was one of the Terentong, which was one of the biggest people at Nvidia. He was like the CEO of Nvidia or something. Um, he's now stepped in from a financial and like a business standpoint, and I think it's what they needed. Linus doesn't want to be doing the the big things which is why he's now had a demotion to Chief Visionary Officer. Yeah, which is like, this is the videos I want to make, so I'm going to make them. Exactly. Yes, this whole controversy about the water block is shit. It's not good yeah. that they turn around and... Like you said, block, we only know what we've been told. There could be a lot exactly. more to it. Linus hasn't been able to turn around and go... Look, this is everything. This is yeah. the emails, this is the screenshots, this is the phone calls, everything like that. Because, let's be honest, it doesn't need to be like that. Yes, no. this is a company working on a million pound water block. But Linus isn't, or the, the company itself, Linus Media Group, aren't the type of people that would take it. They are reviewers of tech. They are the tech gurus that we all go to. Yeah. It could have been a miscommunication, or it could be that we are looking at it through rose-tinted glasses since we are such big fans and have been for years, and they might be a massive piece of shit. But it's like a lot of people are blaming, like you said, because Linus, just because it's his name on the door, everyone assumes it's him. Like the stuff with the incorrect figures and stuff for the videos they're making, Linus isn't in charge of getting the numbers. Linus goes in, Alex gives him all the numbers from previous run tests, and then an editor goes in and makes sure the editing's right. Linus doesn't edit. Linus doesn't do the benchmark tests. He just makes the videos and does the main content. So L L Linus doesn't need anything 
Linus is the face. Yeah. And that is what he wants to be. He is the talking point. He is the face. He is the person that knows yeah. his stuff. And he is a very intelligent man about it. But he's got a writing department that literally will give him scripts of stuff to say. But yeah. the thing is, it's not like he's the face that, but doesn't know. He has his own opinion because he knows what he's fucking talking about. Yeah. And he's got an editing team, which that editing team then goes to a person that sits in a tiny fucking room watching the videos and goes through and facts checks everything. Yeah. And then sends it back. Now, as Goody said, they've been stuck in the mindset of give, sending out a video a day for years. Yeah. And it's something that needs to change. They don't need to do that anymore to stay relevant because they, they provide good content. Saying, they are the go they are the go to on the internet for anything tech tip related. Exactly. Now, he's obviously now beefing with someone called Gamers Nexus, which does the same yes. sort of thing, reviews and stuff. But that's because, let's be honest, in this day and age, if there's bad publicity for anyone, or a bad word to say about anyone, you will all hop on and have your but, own words to fucking say. in Gamers Nexus's defense, it has been said multiple times by Linus Tech Tips, including Linus himself on the One Show and stuff, that they are better than Gamers Nexus. Yet then the <laughs> all this comes out that they have been releasing incorrect statistics of figures and benchmarks on, on tech. And Gamers Nexus are like, well, we don't do that. So who's better now? Like, it's your competitor. You've got to be switched on with shit like that. So Linus Tech Tips have done that to themselves, really. They have, but at the same time, Gamers Nexus is a small fucking company. Oh, it is. It's tiny. In comparison. And the fact is, Linus gives us information on fucking everything, and Games Nexus has a very niche market to it. Yeah. Yes, their benchmarks might not be the same, but it's open to inter interpretation at the end of the day. Because, I mean, what they're doing at the moment is they've got the thing called um, Labs. Yeah. Now, labs, they are currently developing their own testing thing, which will take every single bit of kit that has been released over the years. Mix, mix matches it with different RAMs and CPUs yeah. and motherboards and stuff to give you the most accurate benchmark review yeah. for everything. Not anymore like can you run it or anything like that. This is legitimately going to be something that will give you this, like you, this is your exact PC. This is how it runs. Yeah. And that is great. Now, have, have they been a bit sloppy recently? Yes. Have they let bad or incorrect information get out? Yes. yes. They've admitted that. But at the end of the day, they are a company that has grown so significantly in such a little time that it was originally, I think it was like six or seven dudes running Linus Media Group. Yeah. Well, it's... And now there are hundreds of people yeah. working across... Four massive buildings. And I'm sorry, but when you go from being a really small company to a really big company, There's this sort be of shit is issues. normal. Yeah. Exactly. They have employed, like, I remember last year watching videos and they were talking, every video at the end of it was, oh, we're recruiting new people for this, we're recruiting new people for that, la di da di da Now they've got all the equipment. They're just going through a transition. Yeah. Yes, they're beefing with Gamers Nexus, but at the end of the day, Linus is the person that was putting out videos every day 
on yeah. stuff. And at the end of the day, um, the little beef in between Gamers Nexus and Linus Tech Tips, it's healthy. It's part of the industry. Like I said, the direct competitors, I don't think any of them have any malice towards each other. It's just that's part and parcel of the the industry. That is what it is. Looks like Linus Tech Tips, um, or Linus, has made comments about Austin Evans, another tech reviewer. Yeah, I or love Austin. Jay's, Jay's two cent. I said Jay fucking Ooh. used to work for Linus. They're directly exactly. partnered. Exactly. It was Jay who taught me how to build that... fucking computers. Why they're exactly. all shit. He, he's made comments <laughs> about anyone and everyone in the industry because he's either friends with them and it's it's healthy banter. Yeah. Now, if it's been blown out of proportion with Gamers Nexus because it's around the same time as this water block situation. Again, we don't know all the details. We haven't seen the exact emails between the people. It yeah. may have been just lack of communication or misinterpreting what is said in the emails. But I'm sorry, but you've given a water block to the biggest, well, yeah, I would say the biggest tech reviewer in the world. Yeah. And then, and the benchmark wasn't accurate because it wasn't on the exact card that it was intended for. But your name was out there. Yeah, but for the wrong yes, reasons. It, yeah, like this was the first product these people. Not when it's the first product you've made. It's the first product you've made, and you are trying to get out into that market. And your first review of your first product you make is the biggest name in tech reviewing coming out and saying this product shit. Nobody buy it. Don't waste your money. It's a joke. That's not good. When he already knew that it was specifically designed for a different card, and rather than spend that money. He decided to do it on a card he knew it wouldn't fit and then say that. That is wrong. I love the guy, but, but he, that is fucking but, wrong. But I, I'm not coming to his defence. I'm merely here to say graphics cards back in the day, they were very much different layout cards. Whereas in this day and age, they are exactly the same layout on the PCB, just with different chips. All the holes are the same. All the chips are in the same position. So, from te uh, Linus's point of view, it should have been a perfect change. Yeah, but I think the, issue, the issue was he was because they were focusing more on the effective side of it rather than the universal side of it. So they had a graphics card which they could use. So they made sure it fit perfectly on that model of that specific graphics card. I think the plan was they were going to get the effectiveness working first. And then move on and get it fitting universally, which is standard in R and D. Okay. And Linus would have known this because they'd have told him this. They did tell him this, and he still went well, and did it. So slap on the wrist. How? How about this? Not that I'm trying to shut down. I'm trying to come to Linus's defence, and I'm trying to shut down um, this company. But they sent a water block, just the water block over, to be reviewed. Because it need it, and it needed to go on a specific maker model of a specific card that they've been testing it on. Why didn't they send the exact? Why didn't they send the graphics card over? If it's intended to be on an exact one specific model, why didn't that's they send over enough. the graphics card? That is fair enough. That, that's that's that. 
I'm not trying to shut them down or stick up for Linus. I'm just. Oh no, I get what you mean. Like, like they, they could have quite easily sent him everything he needed to run it. Hundred percent. Exactly. But this, this could have been. We've seen results of this caliber with this card with our water block. Here yeah. is the card and the water block for you to do your own. Yeah. I feel like a lot of stuff. a lot of the issues with this are. Linus Tech Tips are obviously, obviously aware because one of the main issues with this was the fact that when they got it, they didn't want to spend the money on this type of graphics card. Not because they didn't want to spend the money, but because the card would have taken a couple of days to turn up and it would have fucked with their release schedule for their videos. Just put a different fucking video up, change your order. That's all it had to be. But I feel like we could go back and forth on this one. Uh, Unfortunately, this isn't the end of the controversy for Linus Tech Tips. There is more. Oh, God. So, off the back of all this stuff with the water block and the incorrect stats and everything like this, Linus Tech Tips recorded an apology video using, like Sam said earlier, all the big wigs of staff from Linus Tech Tips from LTT. Um, in between editing and uploading said video... Uh, a former, a female former employee came out and made allegations of sexual misconduct uh, and game bro energy in the workplace, and uh, she had evidence to prove it. So I've been told. Now, this is this is an isolated incident. It's completely separate. So sure, it's an issue, but it should be addressed as a separate issue. The only problem is. She put that tweet, them tweets up, in between the apology video being recorded and released. And during the apology video, several jokes of a sexual nature were made. And as you can imagine, it's not gone down well. It's the not good! Okay, so I know exactly who this person is, and they were someone that won a PC from Linus. They were one of these. Was it? Was it in Madison or something? Yeah, it. it yeah, she was. It was one of these things that oh, you hop on to float plane or whatever, and you may be picked out to win a PC. She came on. She had the career and the charisma to come on and do it, and it, she was beloved when she first came on. And then she got hired as a social media um, person yeah. because she's a young female that is that was just funny, and she knew how to like, come across to people um, of her generation. Yeah. The fact is, Linus Media Group is a company filled with people that have all been working together for years. The big wigs of the company are the people that have either come from NCXT or NCIX, that's the one, not NC, NCXT, that's like cool, the coolers and stuff. Yes, there will be a gamer bro, like, feeling in the office, because it, was, it started out as a group of friends, and yeah. then they've been increasing and increasing and increasing. I can't say anything on the sexual harassment side of things, but yeah. innocent until proven guilty. However, we're not saying that she is lying. It's just obviously there are processes that we don't, we're not part of. <laughs> so we can't no. comment on that. 
we are literally lobies in in the stratosphere but the thing is she's just one person that's come out and said this now i don't know about you but when this sort of stuff happens with other people no more one people bad thing comes out exactly up. more and more people come out and start talking about it i'm not going to just shut her down for it it may have happened and i'm sorry that it has happened to her but at the same time because there is bad publicity with Linus at the moment and she's come out and she's saying these things but no one else has said these things it seems like a very isolated incident which and makes me wonder was it one bad member of staff in LTT who's now gone have they followed the correct like yes yeah, she may have had a shit experience yeah it should never have happened but as long as it's an isolated incident it's only happened to one person that to me screams at either she's only telling us half a story or more likely she reported it and something was done about it and no one else has had issues since or either that or they've made loads of people sign ndas on everything that went on in ltt but again that's a, con a conspiracy in a rabbit hole i'd I don't want to go down. So it's Ooh. it's a weird one. I I hate saying this. I really do. And it may be controversial. Please know that I respect anyone for beliefs, ideologies, whatever. But in this day and age, we are living in an age with woke culture that people will jump onto bandwagons with things. Now I'm not I'm saying it now i do not dismiss anyone's beliefs ideas identities anything like that or any allegations that they've thrown out because it's not for me to say but there is this woke culture in the the world now that I'm trying to word this so fucking carefully. Yeah, the minute you the minute you turned around and said this might be controversial, but what culture, I was just like, oh fucking hell, here we go. <laughs> if I Basically, honest, I'm just gonna say it for you because I know what you're trying to say. Was it actual sexual harassment or is she just a fucking wet wipe who needs to get a grip? Is basically what you're trying to say. Like, as as harsh as it is to say, there are people out there who a man waves at them and they scream sexual harassment. Now I'm just going to say, I don't she, know much she, about when she it. first got into Linus, she was just coming out of school. She's this young. could have been her Not first job. Experienced. She she may she may have worked a small job somewhere. Yeah, but she's gone from school or university or college or whatever yeah. to potentially no, doing no, a small no, job to going to a big company. Shop there, yeah, exactly. She may not be used to the way that the, the workplace is. And I'm sorry, but the way that the gamer bro culture is, you're working in an industry that is highly gamer related. I'm she doing. may also be a gamer, but these people are friends. These people are yeah. like that. And that's how they've always been from the day when they were all in a, a spare bedroom all yeah. the way up to how they are now. And I think she is not dismissing her statements or anything. But I think that she has come out of the woodwork at a time that Linus has got a bad rep to his name. She's saying it. But if that was the case, surely yeah. there would be more people that have left Linus tech tips 
You'd or think. Linus Media Group. But then again, there the could be, and it could just have been swept under, under the rug. But um, Taron Tong, the CEO at the minute, has said that uh, an outside investigator is getting involved and will be looking into the allegations and trying to find evidence of it. So hopefully it didn't happen and it's just a false allegation and no one's had to go through that. If it well, ha- she's misconceived it. Yeah, or if, because- it ha- if it has happened, I hope she gets the justice that she's owed. And I really, 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 really hope that if it is something happening, I hope whoever did it is fucking gone. Because if it has happened and it is someone who's still there and Linus has known because they've mentioned it in HR interviews because his wife's HR, if they've mentioned it in them and then she's gone and nothing's been done about it and this member of staff's still there, that could make or break whether I stay watching Linus. I, I don't reckon, I don't, just coming in on that, I don't think that Linus's wife is now HR. I think she has actually moved over to the finance side of things. Oh, she moved over now. She was HR, wasn't she? She was, she was HR for the longest time. But I think with the progression and the increase in work people in LMG, she's just the finance officer. She is not HR, but I may be wrong. But as Goody says, the main thing that Goody remembers from her thread is that the workload was immense. And when she tried to take it up with her supervisor, she said she got told to suck it up and not to be a troublemaker. I mean, to now, be fair, I get it, because when I told my manager that I was struggling with my mental health because uh, someone died at work, I was told that I should be used to seeing dead bodies by now. So I get it. Goody's <laughs> just said they have an external HR department. Uh, so it's an no outsource now. In-house. Which I feel is a good, a good thing to have, because when it's something like Linus's company and his wife, the wife of the owner of the company is HR, that's got to be a terrifying thing to have to go to HR. Oh yeah, That's it, it's be kind fucking of, conflict of interest. Oh, hundred percent. Because this is the woman that he's married to, and oh, the, the, yeah, she, yeah, they're married, and it's kind of like, oh, you've got an issue with my husband, I'll fuck you up, that kind of thing. That's the, what if it's his wife? What if she's the one who's just like, oh, you hate Linus? What about me? You know what I mean? It the could thing be. Is, <laughs> The thing is, reading God. into what Goody has said, that the fact that her thread goes on about the workload was immense. She's someone that has only just really stepped into the working world, and the workload may be immense. But she's gone from being someone that created YouTube videos and being online to then working for the biggest tech review company yeah. on YouTube. It's going to be a going jump. To be a massive workload. They're not going to pay her to sit around and twiddle her thumbs and make coffee. She was there to do a job. I think this is this is the thing that a lot of people don't realise. It's like even just with like smaller channels like ours, when people sit there and look at us, it's like and I say that I'm fucking knackered after a day stream. It's like all you did was sit and play a game. It's like, yeah, but there's so much that goes on in the background. It's like doing these podcasts, what a lot of people don't realise is we spend two weeks combing through combing through news and gathering info. We then get up early on a Sunday to get ready pre-podcast, go live, do this, and then my Sundays literally sit down in an audio editor, cutting it down, getting rid of dead spots, getting rid of uh, dirty audio, um, finding clips that can go in the normal bit, like the preview bit, pulling in the audio, editing it, like exporting it, uploading it, making thumbnails for it, uploading it to Spotify, uploading it to... Um, Apple uploading it to Ooh, Google. Yeah. There's so much shit there. Whereas all you see from the outside is 
It's two dudes sitting and have a com- having a conversation yeah. for two hours. You, you go live and you're recording it and then yeah. you put it out. But there is a lot of stuff, more so for you. And I'm just going to throw it out there. Yorkie really does most of the, or if not all of the background stuff. I'm, a I'm just here as a, I'm, I'm, I'm just here as a co-host. I'm just here as a talking person. But Yorkie does an awful lot behind the scenes. Yeah, well, the, th- and it the, goes the thing to is, a so TikTok that I saw. There's a TikTok out there saying that streaming and doing this sort of stuff, content creation, is tiring because what you yeah. don't see behind the scenes is a lot more than just click it, getting everything sorted, clicking go live, doing it, yeah. done. Well, then it's a, little, like, it's, it's a full-time job, really. To do three yeah. streams a week, four streams a week, it's a full-time job. And then when you're already working a full-time job on top of that, it is exhausting. But like, where Sam says that he doesn't do much, don't, don't, no one jump on Sam for not pulling his weight. Basically, what happened is when we initially discussed the podcast, Sam had said repeatedly he always wanted to do a podcast, but he never had the facilities to do it. I had the facilities. I have all the tech. I have all the software. I have everything. I've got the know-how on audio, editing to do it. And I said to him, I said, well, why don't we do it? I don't mind doing it because my headspace, it was just after my grandma had died. My headspace was down the toilet. I was like, I needed someone to pick me up too. So I latched onto this. I was like, well, fuck it. Let's do it. I'll put all the work in. You just show up. We'll have a great time. And fair enough, before of the podcast, he didn't even turn up. But I was still having a great time. <laughs> but we, we, we make it work. And yeah, there's a lot of work that goes into it. Fair enough. But like going back to, to on top of this is a thing, though, is a lot of people don't see that work that goes in. She probably was sat there going, oh, I'll make a couple of YouTube videos. It's like, then she goes to a, a tech conglomerate like this with multiple buildings, multiple different departments, multiple channels and shit like that. And then she gets called, right, you're doing this, 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 and this. Especially for a daily upload schedule, because that is a lot to ask for a small channel. For a big tech company like this, that is big. Um, she probably, probably was overwhelmed with it, and she probably did need to suck it up and get a grip. And the, the, the thing is, not nice, but... The thing is, though, she's come out of school or college or whatever, if she's had a smaller job, it's not been that big of a job. She's then gone, as you said, come to this massive tech conglomerate. 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 There you go. Big company. There you go. And um, the workload probably was immense. But at the end of the day, that's what leads to that whole woke culture. Younger people that are coming into the working world want to get paid the big bucks for, for doing, doing nothing. Cool. Yeah. But they don't understand that it is a big process it's a long grind there is a lot of work that goes into this sort of stuff and the fact that they just want to get paid and go home and have done fuck all during their day they need to get a grip they need a reality check and it may be the case that she had that idea that everything was just so streamlined and she could do whatever she does at the or did at the company and then she can go home for a day and get paid all this big money but the workload is big because it's a massive company with a yeah. daily upload schedule on multiple different YouTube channels and streaming platforms and content creation platforms. I'm sorry, but if you can't handle the workload and you're complaining about the workload, a company yeah, a different that job. has been doing perfectly fine up until you join the company, yeah. you're, in the fun, you're in the wrong fucking job. Go work at McDonald's for an eight-hour shift. Mate, see how you McDonald's is fucking rough. I've never worked there, but I've heard about the shit that goes on there. McDonald's sounds harder than my job, and they get paid less than me. I'm never complaining about a McDonald's worker again, because them guys have it shit. 
the thing is, you look at it, a McDonald's worker will go, go, go for eight hours with their half-hour lunch break. For me, I work in IT. I, li- I could literally, if I was to work, I, I work hybrid working, so I get days off yeah, a I'm, week. Yeah, I'm the same, yeah. I'm not required to do much work. I, I'm required to do a lot of work, but I can do whatever I want during that time. Oh, yeah. So I can watch Netflix TV shows. I can... I mean, for fuck's sake, I've had Warcraft up on one of my monitors when I've been working from home last week, waiting for something to spawn. Oh, the amount of times I've been the same when I've sat there, there's been no work because I've booted up my Xbox. But then you compare my job, which I'm doing fuck all during the day. I'm doing my job. Yeah. I'm doing fuck all during the day. And then you look at someone at McDonald's. a big company or someone that works at McDonald's or in retail. They're doing a lot of work every day. And it's tiring. And if she if this Madison person can't hack it because the workload was immense and because she didn't realise that it was going yeah. to be so immense, she can't hack it. She should have just gone to another job. And if that's her basis behind it, yeah, you're literally just using the controversy and the yeah issues and but, the, the the problems that are currently in the media. Regard, regardless of drama and regardless of gripes, and if they have rubbed it the wrong way and if the workload wasn't that, if the sexual allegations are true. I do hope she gets justice. No one should have to go through that. And I do feel like... I don't don't think it would have been Linus, because I feel like if it had been Linus, his missus would have killed him. I I, I think it would have been one of these interim smaller managers that, like... They, They did start to get a social media group. When she first started with the company, they did start to get a social media group and team going to post on Instagram, TikTok, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I'm sorry, but it's a new company that has new ideas and it's a new process. And maybe it was a process that was broken. As we know from the other controversy, the process to get a video out and stuff out is broken and they are looking to change that. But now, the fact that they've taken a step back, though, and they, they are actually addressing the fact that there are issues, they do need to relook it and think what they're doing. It's a step in the right direction. And I'm hoping with these new directions, ah, are going, I'm hoping it gets better. You okay? Oh, my God. I've just looked at Linus. They uploaded a video yesterday. Yeah. And it's the plan for the future. Oh, they actually done it. I haven't watched oh. it yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's what literally we'll do called, is here's we can... the plan. We've spent our week of intro- introspection asking hard questions of ourselves and each other, and we're ready to share what we've discovered. Now, I'm going to go away and watch this, and I'm just saying this now. I'd love to put this on the docket for next, next time. Next week, do like a quick fire. Yeah, well, in two weeks' time. Put it in after watching all of these videos and see where it goes, and I'd love to talk about it. Yeah, the, well, I was thinking podcast. because next proper podcast we're going to have a guest. Um, depending on schedules and if it works, we should have the lovely skeptical squirrel. Um, but I am wanting to fit in between then, between then and now. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you want to. I want to do a Gamescom specific pod. Yeah. So if we can find you know the what? time to get one of them in, we yeah. can do that. Um, I mean, with a Gamescom pod, we could do like this as episode nine, part two. Yeah. And we, um, 
I'm I'm down to do that because I'd love to touch on this again after finding out what they've come out and said and what they've found out within themselves. But yeah, also, so we'll probably Gamescom. like I'm free next weekend. Are you free next weekend? Yeah, I'll be over at my partner's again, but I will make sure that I've as got long as you've up. got as long as you got your mic and stuff. We yeah, that's fine. So we'll uh, we'll book in again for next week. We'll do like three in a row instead of just doing it every other week, just to get that extra yeah. Gamescom when it gives us time. Because obviously Gamescom's still been going on, hasn't it? Gives us time to catch up. Look at what our favourite bits were. Like I said, we can both go away and look at the Linus Tech Tips addressing their rework of their structure of how they do the videos. And we can we can go from there with it and it'll give us something to, to talk about. And then, like I said, the week after we'll revisit the news and we'll go back to normal style of, normal style of doing stuff. So see, we did, yeah. um, well, I it was when um, you were busy. I did the um, Summer Games Fest specific oh, yeah. as well and that was a great one that's the only time I'd, i think i'd ever be able to do a podcast single-handedly because i managed to talk for two hours on my own and fair enough i had a breakdown about halfway through about fucking r2d2 but all in all it went well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's um it's promising but i think that is our lot for today samuel yes we are actually done and i haven't lost my voice this time this time this time um, but no, thank you everyone for, um, for being here and enjoying it. Um, I have been Yorkshire Bother. I have been Dark MCR. And you're watching Disney Channel. Um, but <laughs> I made that joke so much. It's so shit. But until next time, everyone, thank you for tuning in. This has been episode nine of Cheat Codes Art Cheating. Uh, stay sassy, stay sexy, stay slow. Have something good to eat. Have a laugh, have a cry, have a wank. And we will be back next week for a special Gamescom special of Cheat Codes at Cheating. So we shall see you there. Until next time, everyone. Tulu, au revoir. Drop us follows. And a goodbye, everybody.